Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. At this point, we don't even know. <laughs> it's from the vault. That's from the, the vault. sound of the vault opening. Yeah. Or one yeah. of our assholes. Actually, your vault would open and go, Hey, boys. <laughs> hey, boys. Hey, boys. Hi, boys. <laughs> Poodle, what episode are we on? Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> We are on episode seven. Meet the parents. Meet the Can we get McDonald's today? I'm tired. <laughs> I said it to you, and then your <laughs> You see my eyes flash? <laughs> like when I'm out at Mickey's and someone hands me a free drink. And that look, the mixture of like bad cologne and stale beer, and I look at the dance floor and I say, this is my world. This is my world, y'all. We're in. It. We're we're very. We love doing. We're actually having a lot of fun doing this. But like, so, they're working on it. My apartment. There's shit everywhere. Jaber's neighbor. I just called you Jaber. You did. Jake's neighbor's about to start vacuuming. We think <laughs> like we're trying to get everything done before we go out on tour because we're recording these early and everything's she's coming been, at us. I think she's been practicing like uh, folding like um, huge chopsticks. Sounds like she's just dropping, (laughs) like, but not tiny ones, like life size chopsticks. Like if she had been shrunk, as in, honey, I shrunk (laughs) the kids and had chopsticks. That's what it sounded like. That's that's the only way I can approximate what she's been doing upstairs. Moranis is just wandering around his house looking for her. (laughs) That's where we are. It really is. I have no fucking clue what she does to make those noises, but that's where we are today. But y'all, this is Love Is Blind season one. A classic season with people you loved or people you hated. I I barely can't remember. And if I remember correctly, but remind me, because episode eight, there is some good things in episode eight I want to talk about. Seven. But I mean, and you're talking about, I feel like eight and nine were more duds of season one. But They were. Episode, episode seven, seven was the, that's a the good last, episode, right? was the last classic episode. Yeah, this is a good episode. Um, what happened? It, it was this was still a little fillery. We met the parents who were more unremarkable than not, except for Gigi's mom. Oh, oh, <laughs> milady! The apple doesn't far fall no. from the tree, y'all. And uh, there was a little bit of uh, we we saw a little bit of cuckoo magoo with. Um, uh, I think Amber's parents. Uh, we saw a little, little. It was a, We knew she was a little bit 
like my win a little on the trashy side. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But humble beginnings. Yes. Humble beginnings. But this was also speaking of humble beginnings, uh, I think we had talked about it before, but there was an extended John Anderson segment on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> John Anderson, we may have to pay royalties to. <laughs> we haven't evolved at all. We just do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I actually had to stop the podcast. Where you're like, it's like blah, blah, blah. And you said something. I'm like, we said the same joke last week. We, we need to take that out. That's, <laughs> I kept it in. Did you? I don't remember. <sighs> we also celebrate the greatness that was the show Alias. We talked about Alias oh, for a while. You, oh, I want to rewatch good time. that. I would rewatch Jennifer that show. Jennifer Garner. Oh. Uh, we then ruined the movie Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> then try to sing more Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Kill that. Yeah, that was a different time. Yeah. Um. Oh, that was yeah. It was a we have a good version of one of those songs. We we I bring up a question that says, "Do crazy people make good lays?" And you oh. can, you know where I stand on this. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. No. Uh, we also find out what classical musical theater ballad of the 1930s that you sung to a dildo. Oh. In a cabaret show oh, once. I know the answer to that, but I'm going to let the audience find out. Yeah. Um, then there's some more obscure English art songs. A lot of singing in this episode. Okay. So okay. much. Th- that's good for some people um, that want to skip. Yeah. And we we played a game called Hot and Cold. This sounds like an idea of mine that kind of went was half-baked. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see me trying to brand it and not really working. That's but it was funny. <laughs> I have a question. When you go back and listen to our episodes, do you listen to them on regular speed or or like fast forwarded? Half speed or yeah, fast forwarded. Isn't it funny listening to us sing and sound like chipmunks? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, but no, this is a fun episode. This is this is the episodes get a little bit more pedantic later and so the shows just gave him getting wilder like i i had season season nine was all or episode nine was all over the place for us i don't know what was going on we just did drunk dog a lot oh yeah Yeah. drunk dog kept just going strong for us that was if there's one thing i remember season one for it will be drunk dog and i'm so glad we we got him never forget yeah never who you kept calling joe namath (laughs) Because it's the only sports star you knew. Oh, because a dog was named after some sports thing. Yeah. Well, do you know, I just read that. Because uh, remember, I thought he was married to Jessica Simpson, but that football player. Tony Romo. To, uh, no, not him, but the other one that's married to Giselle Bunchen. Tom Brady. Okay, again, that's not the <laughs> other one. <laughs> There's like, if you said, name a famous quarterback right now, someone's going to go, Tom Brady. <laughs> Well, that it's guy. not the other one. The guy with the teeth. Okay, sure. They're getting divorced. Really? Just read it today. They're divorced. They're filing for divorce. Okay. So <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> with that, I guess, roll it, Gary. Have a great day. Don't get divorced. Plug it in, plug it in. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. Just a swinging. Just a swing. <laughs> swing. My daughter, he's <laughs> out and a father did it, You have a really I good John Anderson. I can't believe on the front porch with this swing. Just, Just a swing. Swinging. swinging. All right, 90 day. Okay, Love is Blind, take one. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. We did that song about being in a sex swing one time. <laughs> we did. And we're pretty sure John Anderson would not like that. <laughs> pretty sure, but we're definitely going to, we should put that on the list for the musical episode. <clears throat> Swanging, being yeah. in a sex swing. Yeah, I'm turning you up just a little bit. Put on, this little. is not the Love is Blind uh, the musical episode. This is the 90 no. Day Gaze. 90 Day Gaze. Which we're, we're going to get do- to in 2035. We're not going to do a musical episode. No, Love is Blind. We've already sung enough. Exactly. Y'all, welcome to episode seven of Love is Blind. Episode seven. Meet I, the parents. I feel like we were just talking to y'all an hour ago. Oh, we oh, were. Oh, wait, we were. Because <laughs> we're ramrodding ourselves with this show. Y'all, because it's Tuesday afternoon and we have got we fucking- We put dead. it up. We got a deadline. <laughs> um, y'all, I'm swallowing my heart. I'm swallowing my heart. Maddie, a.k.a. Matt. And I'm Jake, a.k.a. Poodle. Ever since you said it's dangerous, I like it now. Yeah, it's like an alias. Ooh. Ooh, alias? Come at us if y'all loved alias. Ooh, wigs. Oh, my God. That show. Um, It was very good. We haven't had a show that's been like that. We haven't. Yeah. That season at beginning that was where it was on a plane. Oh, Oh, I still think about that. Or the season two where uh, where they just killed a random cast member. Oh. And we just didn't, and, or we realized that one of them was a, uh, this is a, I'm not trying spoiler to spoil alert. everything. A spoiler alert, um, so come back in 30 seconds. When they killed, uh, when we realized the black friend, I can't remember her name. Uh, Franny. Was, yeah, was an actual plant. Yes. Oh, remember? Never. People don't kill off original cast members Bradley Cooper. anymore. They killed Bradley Cooper. They do, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's too precious to save. Sometimes people die in life, as we know from Southern <laughs> stories. You know what? Sometimes everybody knows Ross should have died. True. Rachel would have been happier. Uh, that's that's true. Ross should have died. Amber's father died, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this. Because um, we're meeting parents, we're y'all. We're meeting parents. We're meeting but, parents. But before we get to parents, there's not really much to say except... <clears throat> Jessica's hungover, it's y'all. It's the day after, y'all. Ooh. Uh, don't also go, don't Google the day after because you will find a horrible film about nuclear uh, meltdowns that'll oh. terrify you. <laughs> That's not what you want to see. No. <laughs> um, I feel like anybody could relate to Jessica. Well, Poodle, you probably have never woken up the day after and regretted being in somebody's bed. Uh, nope. I just get out of there real quick. I don't stay the night, so what? <laughs> or I get out and sleep in my car. <laughs> Have you actually ever like gotten up out of bed and just left while they were sleeping? Yes, you were freaked out. Yes, without my shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the time when I was like, I need to get out of here, and I couldn't find my shirt, so I came home without my shirt, y'all. Just walking around West Hollywood with my shirt off. No one batted an eye. <laughs> Did he have your number? Um, he knew where I worked. Oh, so if he so he so brought he me my gave... shirt the next day. Oh, he did. It was very like a very uh, chival- chivalric gesture, chivalrous gesture. 
Y'all, when Jake worked, never saw him again. When Poodle worked at the gay bookstore, <clears throat> I mean, there instead of like the bat signal, there would be a, a signal of a peach whenever he was ready to get fucked that would just light up West Hollywood. Oh, they just sent me the signal. Fuck me. That's what they knew. You got around a lot at that bookstore. I did. Bookstore. I was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you know how hoes are. You, you can. You, the thing about a, being a hoe is you're a hoe, hoe all your life. Even if you're not having sex with people, it's still that hoe matter. energy. You've still you're a hoe inside. Oh yeah, there's a hoe inside. Anyway, uh, we're all hoes. I can hoe the distance. <laughs> Give me big fat dick. <laughs> I know I'll be strong. <laughs> it will stretch my ass. I will crap my pants. <laughs> I will go most anywhere to find that dick, dick in my, my butt. Anyway. So, Jessica, y'all. <laughs> I don't think that's what Alan Menken originally wrote. I don't think so. I think that was new so lyrics. Jessica, y'all. She... I ever drank. I would drink. I said some stuff. I acted out of my character. And I'm like, no, you didn't. This Actually, feels this like, was on brand this for you. This feels like an apology that Harvey Weinstein would say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, it's like, you know, the producers told her. She's like, I don't know what to say. So, Mark said, you said some shit. And she's like, I know. I don't know I where. Know. Th- I don't know where that came from. I don't from. know where it came from. Again, we know where it came from. That wine that your dog was drinking. <laughs> no, it came from real emotional That's feelings. That's true. And then Mark says, "Who literally, el stupido? I'm not holding anything against you. You were drunk. You didn't mean it. This is when people say what they mean. I know it's the when most they're drunk. You get y'all." Little red, red in vino veritas, y'all. Yes, that is true. What's that mean? The wine truth. No, in in wine truth. Well, in wine. In yes, vino. veritas <laughs> means truth in wine. Yes, I understood. It. I just I didn't I, know I, the I really, I really expected you to say, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know that. Um, I grew up Catholic, so I heard veritas. Um, anyway, the fact that he thinks that. People, y'all, when people are drunk, they're saying what they mean. So if you have a partner who says, I didn't mean it, they did. They did. They did. And also, um, it also when you're drunk, you're saying stuff and you're not thinking about the other person's feelings. No. You're but just... it is like the most, uh, the the you you do, part of, when you say stuff when you're drunk, you do partially mean that. Yes. Yeah, a lot of it. This is the first time that I actually thought, okay. No one can be this stupid. Run, Mark, run. Mark can't be this stupid. Are the producers just paying him to stay? You know, that's possible. I've wondered um, that. I, I said in the last episode, I just don't think he wants to fail. I think that's a big part of it. Also because I guarantee you, this boy has never, I call him a boy because he's 24. This boy has never been the flower in a relationship. He is the caretaker. Well, I mean, this kind of, I guess... Since maybe this is the way to do it, since we're talking about them, we just jump into each person meeting their parents. Yeah, absolutely. Because if we're talking about, because we don't meet Jessica's parents, right? 
They don't live there. Um, they probably they probably don't speak a lot to her because they just don't <laughs> want to deal with it. Her mom is exhausted. He should like there's just he met her dog. That's enough. Yeah, Chauncey. And so we meet Rosa, who says. Um, who takes a page out of Mother Poodle book and immediately I'm the queen. let her know she's the queen, and then she's slimmer than her daughter-in-law. <laughs> I'm even though skinny she's, one. Even though she's not at all. Nope. But. Yeah, she kind of asserted herself right at the beginning. We Rosa did. did. And we, but we get this hint, though, where she says, I'm glad you're older, actually, because the younger ones have been crazy, and I've dealt with that too much. Yep. So we find out Mark has a history he has of dating a history of dating cuckoos. Yeah. Cuckoos. Or, or girls he has to uh, um, manage, definitely. I bet, guarantee you that he's dated other women who have been alcoholics. Because I'm kind of wondering about, about her? Jessica. You know... It's every time we see her. And granted, this could be the editing. It could be. And and we can't say, you can't even base alcoholism on if even someone is like drinking a lot. No, it's you, how it's they how, use it's it. It's how they use it and how their behavior. And she um, uses it to literally <clears throat> suppress her emotions to yep. get through things. That's not necessarily the best way to yeah, use alcohol. Um, so we are at Sunday dinner. Um, I said Jessica looks good. In this she dress, does. she she, does. she obviously realized don't put the uh, pups out there for the no. family to see. She's that like black calico dress. Her hair looks good. Mm-hmm. She actually is good with his parents. Yes. Um, she mentions Italian beef, which is the only thing she's got going for they her. That like five times. <clears throat> um, and it, the, the like the mom did say she said it's good that you're older. She said this is the really disturbing thing. I don't know if this is in the confessional or at the dinner. She's like, you know, I just feel bad about taking that because your twenties. I had a great time. She said. She said that at the dinner. That's that's saying the quiet part out loud. She. That's Jessica. Oh, that Jesus. is Jessica. That could be the name of her memoir. Just her with quiet the quiet part out the loud. Cover would be her with a wine glass bigger that was than the her secret. head, and it's just her making that chicken when she was eating that chicken <laughs> face, and just as a quiet part out loud. Um, and even Rosa said, "Listen, age is, age doesn't matter. Love conquers everything." Again, it's um, only ten years. This is not. This is not a long <clears throat> period. I did. Or long. Pe- I was disturbed Stupid. when. Mark, I wrote down, Mark has no instincts about people. None. Because None. I know people in my life. The thing, thing about both of us, I think both of us would agree, we can read people pretty well. Well, we had to. Yeah. We're gay. Mark's we a were straight Because we were reading codes, and a lot of straight men are pretty clueless, too. Women, women can read people for filth. For, but Women yep. know. But straight women have men to get who have, because Mark is not white, but let's be honest. He can pass. He presents as white. Yep. He always feels safe in situation, yep. and also he's, Fitness he's fit person. on top of it. Yeah, so he never has to suss out: is someone going to like beat me up, or is someone going to make fun of me? Is someone going to sexually survive. harass me, or look at my tits? He's got yep. none of this, so he doesn't have a lot of intuition. No, how to read people? He is going to that believe very true. what you tell them. He's You're gonna, a wise bitch. Thank you. I try. He's gonna he's gonna read. He's gonna believe what people tell him. And if she, I guarantee you, and she's someone who's presenting not something that's there. She, yeah. it's, it's for her, is about creating a picture, a picture. Uh, of trying to be loved. 
So anything she they she both says, have their own way of trying to be perfect. But uh-huh. It's very different. But they both seem to have this perfectionist thing, and it's going to end in tears. <laughs> it is. It's going to end in tears. <laughs> um. So she was. She's like, I keep expecting a different reaction, and sometimes I think it's all in my head. And but it's still gonna drop. There's other shoes still gonna drop. So People are gonna judge. Yeah. Us. We thought, oh, good. She's gonna accept nope. this. This nope. is gonna work. And then she's like, he, his mom doesn't have a problem. But I know she does. I, there's a lot of what people say. What do people leave? When people leave, she's just awful, awful, awful. I mean, awful. she's just. I don't know. And I even as therapist stuff, I hate saying this, but I can't think of a better word. She's just damaged goods. <laughs> just damaged goods, y'all. Y'all, if you run, if you're with a, if you're a man listening, the couple, couple straight men. Yeah, we've got two. Um, if you're list, if you're with, if you recognize the signs there, and you really love this person, see if you can get into couples therapy, because yeah. she's got some things. They're gonna need couples therapies yeah. big time. We do have some straight people. We have just we the, do. Just the other day, we I'm, we'll do a little um, straight shout out, straight sissy we? shout out, a straight sissy shout out. We had what was his as long name? As you can do it quickly. Oh, uh, <laughs> Raul. Oh yes, Raul. Yeah, he's mm. a hot straight. I had a Raul once. Oh Jesus! <laughs> wow. All I ask of every waking moment. Why don't you change keys? I just had to do the right one. Quality. That's not. Me every night, each morning. Might have been a little high. Yeah, Christine. That's all I ask of you. It's not gonna last. That's Raul. That's Raul, mm-hmm. Vincent Janey. Y'all, that was fan of the opera for our musical <laughs> theater gaze. Just for you. And women. And <laughs> it's true. Um, shall we move on? Yes. I think we're done with them for this whole episode. Thank fucking God. We are. We are. <sighs> um, Gigi and Damien. Speaking of crazy girls. They have a good, um, complete, uh, so they had a complete disaster last night. Uh I did. We see uh, they're in different rooms, and Gigi's in the kitchen uh, drinking her kefir milk, mm-hmm. her avocados. Mm-hmm. Yo, she bougie, but I she love bougie. her. I love her. <laughs> she bougie. We she's, love her too. She's also uh, would you come in one day after having a fight, and she would cut up everything that you loved with a pair of scissors. <laughs> she would do like my. I have a friend um, who I won't say her name. We just call her Z, but she's like bitch, <laughs> bitch. I got. Puerto Rican. I was like, what do you mean Puerto Rican? She's like, that guy fucked me up. She's like, and I still had the key. She's like, I went tore shit up. She's like, and then I pissed on his pillow <laughs> on his bed. Just pissed on it. Bent down and pissed I'm telling on y'all. it. I was like, that's some fucking real shit. Come at us if you ever peed on anything in your boyfriend's <laughs> house. Let us know. Come at us in the sissy squad or in the Patreon comments. I'm always amazed at what people will admit to in there. It's true. <laughs> Sometimes I just go, oh, Oh, okay, <laughs> you know what? Because we you don't know what ju- live your truth. We live only judge. Truth. We only judge the people on the shows, not each other. It's true. It's like when I opened it one time, and this girl's like, "You know, come at me if you've got a tampon stuck in you." And I'm like, "Okay, it's that kind of morning." 
I've had other things. <laughs> they're, they're ready. Let's be honest. Um. So anyway, I mean, I think one time you literally had a microphone in your ass for like four <laughs> hours. Couldn't get that out. Hello. <laughs> Very um, cavernous, everybody. So, uh, so she's like, "Come hang out with me, please, Gigi." He's like, "I don't want to." She's like, "I don't want to leave on a weird note." So she's like, "I'm sorry about fighting. I grew up in a loud family." <laughs> So did I, and I kind of fight, and I get loud with people too. But I don't. He didn't definitely. He these, did not. These here's my theory about these two people, and this this gets at the root of it. They don't exactly fit. Now there have been couples who don't exactly fit together, mm-hmm. um, because they don't have that one thing that the other desperately needs, and they may find they may grow together with that because Gigi needs someone. To kind of be the big aggressive guy, even sexually, both mm-hmm. sexually and someone to always kind of be, even be dramatic with her. When she's dramatic, she's looking for a reaction. I think that's what Gigi thinks she needs. I, I, <laughs> I actually agree. wrote. I agree. I actually think they are perfect for one another. They just don't. They, need, they don't know it. it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sorry. I'm. I. I think they're mismatched at the beginning. We'll see. Um, I think. Th- I. Well, I think something that, you know, you talked about your family, but your family is actually the exception of white families. We are. Because we're talking about, that's, I never thought of it in this way. I went, oh, because again, like, we talk about GGB and Latin. Southern white families especially. But they are, they're from two very different cultures. Very, he's Southern conservative. They, his family, they do not yell. I think we're seeing too that with his parents, they probably they're very waspy. Yeah, they very probably waspy. don't talk that much with, about their feelings. And so it's not that that's hard for people when they get married if you're coming from different cultures because you, that's a right. It literally is. She is just talking normally, and it feels assaulted. And him, he I feels bet. like it's yelling. And she's um, that's how they communicate in her family. And that's, probably she's from uh, Florida. She grew up in Florida, uh-huh. so she's from p- around people like probably Puerto Rican, Cuban, uh-huh. and South American people. That's her culture. That's her culture. So that's where how she's used to expressing he herself. He is scared to yell because if he yells, he'll that, feel shame about it. He'll or, feel shame, or like he'll feel like a wife abuser. Yeah, because he doesn't way, want to. He doesn't yeah. want to be that at all. Yeah. So there's a, it's a big cultural thing. But I th- I do. She needs. Con- she does need constant validation. She does. I think what it more. I think what it to me what I saw in this episode is they both have. Very different love languages, and now we're talking about. But, love hey, love Joel, language. I get it. I get it's it. It's a real thing. I get it. it but I can't believe to, we're doing it. But it boils down to it. Well, but that's what this is about. It boils down to it. And hers is validation. Hers is listening. Hers is also touching. Hers yep. is touching. And he's all the, the thing time. Is, he's learning that. He's, he's learning to come to her and touch her. Cameron's love language is she, touching too. Because she. Fuck. Could, well, that was I was just about to say. She could be with Cameron, and he would touch her all the time. Yeah. And it would suffocate her because right. it's also the way Cameron's too agreeable with her. Damien doesn't agree with her all right. the time, and she likes that. Mm-hmm. She likes that he pushes back on that. So it's like I identify with her. I think <laughs> we oh, have yeah. we have a lot in common, y'all. Me and Gigi. I think uh, <laughs> I'm not as cuckoo as she is, though. But I think I'm that way. Only even with my own partner. Of I'm very. I grew up in a family that was. Very, my mother. I think I've told this story before, y'all. Y'all, I don't know. We're gonna talk about Grandma Maybell. Oh, another grandma. We, talk we about know Grandma Hazel. Grandma y'all. Hazel. My dad's. We're gonna talk about Grandma Maybell, y'all. That was that's an actual name. Grandma Maybell. Oh, that's all one word. My Grandma Maybell. Maybell King. She has a. She made a sheet cake. 
She did. She did make Texas sheet cake. Um, Grandma Maybell, she grew up basically without a mother because her mother was in the loony bin. Um, it's a nice way to put it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's call what they it, call we it. call it ner- the nervous hospital. The nurse, but her mother was in <laughs> mental, mental institutions all of her life. She was raised by her father. And because she was worried about, her father was worried about, they were very poor. And they grew up a lot of times uh, when she was young, they were in like a covered wagon under bridges and things like that. Like an actual Conestoga wagon? Yeah. And because they were worried about, because uh, this was the, you know, this was the, she was born in... Depression era, I'm yeah, sure. Depression era, twenties, uh, and it so was an actual wagon, a wagon. Oklahoma wasn't a state until like 1910, 1905. <laughs> I was just guessing. No, really, Oklahoma's wow. very new. Y'all think about that. Where he's from wasn't a state until 1905. There's nothing new there at all, or nothing <laughs> old there really at all. Um, and so <clears throat> he cut her hair short and dressed her up as a boy, and she was raised as a boy basically until she went into middle school. Wow. Because he worried about her getting sexually abused or raped. <gasps> so anyway, so my mom cut to later on down the, when she said that their mother was never very affectionate with them. She would just mm-hmm. kind of pat them. So my mom, henceforth, is like lovey-dovey with us all the time because she didn't get that. Right. Because parents either go towards what they know or what they didn't have. Yeah, it's one or the other. It's one or the other. And yeah. so I'm just saying that. My mom's like that. I've had to yeah. have conversations with my partner of because he's not that way. So <clears throat> I have hope for these two. I am rooting for them. I think they're right for each other. They just don't know the language and shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm a little. Cut to next episode and I'm going to be like, they need to break up. <laughs> I'm a little scared. When and the thing about GD, GG is open, but I will say I would be pretty horrified to learn uh, when she says, you know, do I give you butterflies? It's like, not right now. He's like, I lost my butterflies in this experiment. Do you think that's realistic? I mean, although they have only been together uh, two weeks. Well, here's the thing: if it's two weeks, you should still have butterflies. But they're, but it's a different two weeks. It's true. They're together I, all I the time. I will see too, y'all. Butterflies go away. Butterfly butterflies go away. Unless you're at Dollywood, they're always there. <laughs> They're always or there. Or in this one city we were in, Zhangzhou in China, and there were so many, There were, it was very polluted, but their symbol was the butterfly, and I was like, good thing the butterflies are all dead. <laughs> wow. Always it was a sad story. So I think always, it, there is something to that to like, I still get butterflies when I see my partner. We've been together for five years, So, I, but I think you have it's to- It's different though. You have to work to make that though. Yeah. It is different. It's not like this same, it's not nervousness. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I think she also, too, is that type of person to where uh, she just is excited to see people normally. And she's just been around him. I mean, I I could be around fucking Justin Timberlake naked for two weeks. And after a while, I'd be like, go write a song. Yeah, I think um, Ian, you would get sick of Ian Summerholder after, oof. well, maybe a month. Maybe. I just uh, her drama is would probably get annoying to him after a while. Oh, yeah, it doesn't I, make sense. Yeah, and I think she him. she's wanting a reaction, guys, and she's just not getting it. She's he, But the thing is that's what she needs because if she had somebody that reacted to her, they would break up, <clears throat> they would not be together, right. they would fight. He needs someone who's a constant locomotive just keeping on going and she's the steam billowing out yeah. when she needs to. I just think with the, with the short term like this, it'd be really hard for these two people. They, they're they the first couple that, because I think they can make it work that when I was watching thinking they really need to go to couples therapy yeah. and talk about 
that because also I bet Gigi, if you look back, she's a very strong person, but also bet she probably has had a bit of a love addiction. Maybe. And yeah, I think she, so, she's probably been in and out of relationships. She gets out of relationships when they stop getting like, yeah. ooh, exciting. Said, I need. I, I, I need this. sex that blows my mind. I wonder Which how is, that's a love addiction. Yeah, uh, thing. that's what yeah. I'm saying. I yeah. wonder how long she has been in um, yep. in long term. How many long term relationships? She's and y'all, Gigi freaky deaky y'all. She likes she, is freaky she likes to be thrown around. If she likes a little bit of roughing up, <laughs> I am not this way. I think poodle is. I do not have. I if I have a fight with a partner, all that I'm not about. We just had this big fight. Let's fuck. I'm. T- I'm tired. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> You're into that, aren't you? I'm not into it. I've had success with it. <laughs> it hasn't. It's not my go-to. Okay, I'll say. Um, but I find that a lot of aggression can be worked out that way. I'm. I'm That's not what knocking she it. I'm just saying she does love that. Yep. Uh, and y'all, there ain't no better lay than a crazy person. <laughs> I can say that for truth, coming from the horse's ass. <laughs> I can say that for Cause, truth. Because you crazy. Truth. You crazy poodle. Not, but not, I've, I've been with people who are crazier. Oh, this and, is true. and it is nuts. It's crazy sex is good. That's why I always have repeat customers. It's probably. It's like McDonald's. It's true. <laughs> you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. But I'm better than McDonald's. <laughs> are you? I'm like McDonald's in Europe. I don't, it I'm, always <laughs> tastes better. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. 
what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like we're getting to know Damien more, too, in that the fact that his parents don't want to oh, meet her. Oh, that really hurt me. I think Damien probably, if you talk to him, he probably say says that he loves his dad and is very close. I bet you his father has been very hard on him his whole life. Yeah. And is like, put this like unrealistic expectation of what a man is supposed to be. And I think He's it, fighting that. I yeah. think it's fighting that. And meaning that man, especially that Southern perfect man is a non-emotional man and that's oh yeah the father's uh emotionally dead and that's why i think he's with the person he needs because he is with somebody that yep. is all emotion they both have the same values if they could just work it out yep and it could be a really beautiful relationship like, damien get, go get your mama her pills yeah. okay don't don't tell your father don't, <laughs> don't go too loud father. don't wake up your daddy Cause he's gonna be a he's big gonna daddy. be a hot big daddy again. They probably call his father Big Daddy. <laughs> they would totally would. So anyway, don't talk too loud. Y'all we'll wake up, Big Daddy. We don't know their life, but I think Damien's probably a, we seem a pretty good person. So I'm just judging the he fact is. that his parents don't want to meet someone that he's about to engage is fucking shitty. You know it, why? It says they're emotionally distanced. 
kids don't always have to deal with their parents stuff, but when you're parents, you chose either the fuck or you chose to bring this kid in That's the world. True. It's your responsibility to support if them. I did unless this show, they go off. If I did this show and my parents refused to show up, holy hell, I would throw my a fucking fit. I would throw a fit. I would yeah. throw a fit. I would say, if you've ever loved me. But again, it's true. <laughs> that's, what, that's how I use things like that. It's in my true. If you ever loved me once, you'll do this for me. He basically, <laughs> Jake, what it is, says about me, Jake but... <laughs> fights like, basically like the Lachey copy. This is the most important marriage ever. <laughs> if you've ever loved anyone, you will get I married was, like this. I was taught to fight that way uh, because the bigger the, bigger the, the bigger the stakes, the harder they fall. It's a Mother Poodle 101, is, is Mother it? Poodle 101. <laughs> actually, I bet that's LaRue 101. Oh, boy. She knew how to win an argument. You never fought with your grandmother, right? No, you couldn't. Because she loved you, right? No, the level. Oh, she loved me. But the level of guilt that my grandmother would give you, she had no problem saying, like, if you, you were doing something, she's like, well, I don't know why anybody would do this. They must be out of their damn mind. <laughs> and she'd say something like that. And you're like, no. She's like, well, it's just a bunch of foolishness if you ask me. And she would retreat from the conversation because she would feel like she wasn't on top of it. Uh-huh. And you couldn't say anything where she's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Wow. You're obviously wrong. Y'all don't pull, don't over. pull over. We got a popo coming. <laughs> don't pull over. <clears throat> All anyway, right. that's uh, who's next parent wise? Um, Kenny and Kelly. I mean, this went exactly how we thought it would, y'all. <laughs> Because I told Poodle, I said, it makes sense. They both have the total, like... And they both have loving parents. They both They're have both loving parents that have been together. <laughs> They've never been divorced. Also, their parents are beautiful. Yeah. They, like, Marsha is gorgeous. That's her mom? Liz. I Liz. love Kelly's Liz mom. Has Liz has got a great Long Island accent. Y'all, I want to go... <laughs> I don't know where she's coming from, but it's very Long I want to go outlet shopping with her mom so bad. <laughs> we would have so much fun. I bet Liz, she... Kelly is such a good daughter. She loves gay people. <laughs> you do, like, she does. You know I love she her glasses. Does. I love her. I love her hair. I love their dogs. Their dogs. Uh, and she's like, "Will there be one at the reception?" And and uh, and Marsha uh, and Kenny's Kenny's mom goes, "Of course there. We'll sneak some in." Yeah, that's Marsha. Y'all, Marcia's they're perfect. Pretty too. They are. And Kenny's Kenny's father is kind of handsome. He, he sounds is. like people we're from. Yeah, he's the like, way yeah. he talk. Like I saw her, and I uh, she was the first day, and she was playing hooky. So yep. was I, and so was my I. boyfriend. But I wasn't gonna be. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna be doing nothing because. But then, then I decided to get it for myself. It's true. This made me teary only because the weddings that I love when I go to, I love it when. But maybe because we didn't know if we were gonna get our parents' love, and luckily we did. But uh, after we came out. But I love weddings where they talk about where like the parents come together and the parents support. The, and they I, say I we're we're, we're all supportive, so it's going to work. You know, I will say for that one bitch who got me a a, a, a t shirt and a hat <laughs> for that wedding. I've already told that story, y'all. Yes. Oh, listen to the, you can look at ninety day gays for look that. Look at ninety days it's for that story. saga. It was a long one, but she did have both parents involved in the wedding ceremony, and it was beautiful. Oh, anyway. That's how that went, y'all. I'm glad you're looking at tricks on your phone. No, I'm just trying to see what time it is. It's 2.03. Uh, all right, it's 2.03. Um, so that's basically all I had about them. That's all I have. They're gorgeous. I love them. There was them. a great song. Liz makes you take your shoes off in the house the way you should. There was a great song that, that was playing. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. 
Skylove. I think I swear to God, it was like Skylove. It's true. And that was by a really up and coming group named Cracker Jack Flash. Cracker Jack Flash. <laughs> Cracker Jack Flash. But Y'all. spelled strangely, Crack or Jack Flash. Oh, yeah. So it's like two choices. Two choices. <laughs> That who actually was, a lot of people don't know they're famous. They sang the Full House theme. Oh, everywhere yep. you look. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Cracker Jack Flash, uh, 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 Spotify, those guys. I haven't had a Cracker Jack in <clears throat> forever. So good. Sing a song for me. Oh, that's Applejack. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on to Cameron and Lauren. Um. Uh, to Mama Lauren, Mama Speed. Who they meet. Okay. Let's get past this real quick. Pamela's great. She is wonderful. She is. Pamela is sweet. Her house is very white. Um, like what she's wearing is very white. Yeah. The, but although white, she's, All white houses creep me out. She's, no, she's at their apartment. She came to see them. Oh, is that it? That's why it looks generic. Okay. Um, but yeah. still, all white Her house is decorated beautifully. I know All it. white houses creep me out. Because Pamela got out of a shitty marriage, I think. Yo, I feel like Daddy Speed is... Uh, is is not the easiest of people to get along with. I think so too. Yeah, I guarantee you, he probably cheated. Oh, really? I feel like he has that vibe. Even even Mama Speed was like, "I would love to be a fly on the wall when this white boy gonna meet my, yeah. my ex husband." Because a woman doesn't act like that unless he cheated. Yeah, she's in they when they couldn't be in the same room. Like, yeah, Gigi's parents cheated. Uh, uh, yeah, but Gigi's parents are Latin, so they don't care. <laughs> But well, you know, because my parents couldn't be together when my mom, when my dad was with my second wife, because that's the woman he had an affair on with my mother. But now that he's with his third wife, third, she loves Janet. <laughs> they get along fine, she, because they that wasn't the guy, the woman that broke up their their union. As my mother, I said. understand that. Yeah, I I think that's fair. My mom said, "I'm fine now that that horse gone." <laughs> she got on the horse she rode in on and got the fuck out of here. Little quote. <laughs> One time we'll tell the story of your aunts getting rid of your father's second wife. Not now. That is a southern story. That's, That's a, a southern whole story podcast. <laughs> but all I'm saying is don't fuck with Aunt Darla Jean and Aunt Peggy Jean cuz they will come for you. They will they it's, told you the story themselves. Yes, you it heard was it. It's such a good story. He didn't believe me. I was sitting there <laughs> leaning forward. With bated breath, listening every story and going, that didn't happen. When they tell a story, you lean in. Yeah, y'all, Southern people can tell stories they better can. than anybody. My family's like that, too. I would I would love My to Uncle go Stanley visit your family. could tell a story, but God rest his soul. It's true, but your family will do what mine first did when they met you, but then now <laughs> they get it. I would go and meet your family. They say, so are y'all. They Friends. would. They would say that. They don't get it. If you bring another gay person, that means you're fucking. Uh-huh. They would say that, like, it's so good to meet you. Did you meet Jake's friend? And then if you did, did you bring, meet Jake's yeah, friend? If you brought home a boyfriend and I went too, then they'd be confused. Like, yeah, why am I there? They would know what to do. What, your friend? That's it? But I thought all gay guys no, they would have say, relations. What? So who's, are you, are y'all all friends? Are you all <laughs> <laughs> now that, that would blow that their would, minds. That would blow that their minds. That Y'all, they, they're just getting to be okay with gay they're people. They can't okay. handle a thruple. There's, <laughs> it's not at all. Um, so I think the main thing that's pointing to notice is... Um, him rapping. Cameron raps, y'all. Y'all, okay. People came for him about his rap skills. I agree. It's not the best. 
But to someone who looks like this, this? I was who, impressed. Who looks like mashed potatoes? I was impressed. And uh, I flooded my basement. Oh. <laughs> He his he changed his voice. Oh, and he had that kind of like swagger on the his side swagger. of his mouth. He kind of did it out of the side of his mouth, and I was like, "Okay." I always thought Cameron was love. Cameron can fuck y'all. Oh yeah, Cameron is freaky deaky. Oh yeah, on the like inside, you wouldn't know it until you, you were in the, know the bed it. With him. He's a sneaky snake, Ooh. as my friend Sean Pulaski says about uncut <laughs> dick. I'll I'll never claim that because that's too good. It's and the hers. weirdest thing is when you're going and he likes lets loose, he goes somewhere else. Somewhere and else, he's just pounding you like a tube and he, steak. Yes, he just uh-huh. like he's just like he's like that cartoon. He let's go. Rem- he's like that. Um, remember that old cartoon, The American Rabbit, where he, <laughs> where he runs really fast and then becomes the American Rabbit. Yes. He just starts fucking so fast. He's <laughs> he's all covered in stars and stripes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I loved the American Rabbit. <laughs> I'm glad you ruined it for me. <laughs> that was really po- comment us if y'all um, remember the American I Rabbit. I remember that commercial or that 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 cartoon. Um, anyway, y'all, both their parents' names are Pam and Bill. Pam and Bill. Pam's great. Again, I I will fight to protect them. After this, if it finds out, if we find out they are are not together again, I'll be the first one on a plane saying we've got to fix this. We've got to fix this. <laughs> We've got to. Fix I have a feeling it. most of the women are most of our female listenership would be the same. Yeah, great. Um, so he meets her dad, y'all. We don't. That's like a. We, it's a teaser. It, it finishes now. Dad is. I. I think his dad's going to wind up being a pussycat. Um, I think he'll. How could? I love you so, and I always will. all we got um <laughs> that is the way that song starts he doesn't play golf or tennis or, or polo or sing a solo <laughs> that's from showboat whores i don't know oh i love that because it's just my oh that's pretty what's pretty <clears throat> Even though my you know chords what? won't come together all the way, <laughs> I sang that song in one of our stage shows, Cabergays, <laughs> to a dildo, to a dildo <laughs> named Dill, and then and people kind of thought it was pretty, but they also were repelled. <laughs> it's true. Y'all let us know. We've got all those on videos. If you would like to see us doing theater shows, let us know. No, some of them Maybe. we can't show you. It's true. Some of them it's true. Off some of them we were like, this is funny, and now we're like, ooh. <laughs> Not as funny now. We're wearing geisha outfits. Yo, you know this how is some, appropriation how some things and don't age well. You'll see certain episodes of Friends, and you're like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> this is 2020, y'all. Yeah, like, I, even Aisha Tyler is uncomfortable on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Or like when they talk about gay people. They're yeah. like, someone in my office is kind of, you know, funny. Like, <laughs> not funny, ha ha funny. Like, ha ha, hi, I'm funny. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh wow. It's yeah. different. The 90s different. were a different time. They were a different time. Anyway, is that it? There There's was a Mark lot that and, happened. Uh, oh, cool. Mark and Jessica. No, that's done. No, we talked about Mark and Jessica. No, there, were, there was more. There was Gigi's parents. We Oh, we didn't talk about their parents. We just talked about them fighting. Yeah, Gigi's parents. Again, because uh, I think Pamela is really pretty. Gigi's mother has Gigi's had mother. The good work, <laughs> y'all. Because I love her fringe outfit. I love her outfit. Ooh. I love her blue eyes. She's fucking her makeup. Is she's great. fucking gorgeous. She is. She is gorgeous. Which 
kind of makes sense. It's got to be hard to be in the world, even no matter if your mother's wonderful, to be a daughter of that because you were always getting compared of how beautiful Her your mother is. Her name is Milady. Milady. And that's uh, Gigi's middle name as well. Milady. I love that. Milady. That's what Poodle. I want to name a dog. That's what Poodle has his suitors call his man pussy. <laughs> um, Jake, I'm about to enter Milady. First of all, I have never used the phrase man pussy. Well, it is and if man I pussy. do, I will vomit. Someone just drove off the road and went, man pussy, <laughs> Either in horror or in laughter. Or mussy, as they sometimes or we say. Just had our, Ooh, we whoop. just had our straight guys go, fuck. I know. I don't know if I can listen to the rest you know of it. Sometimes when your when your husband or your boyfriend is listening to stuff, and you'll they, you're into like a lot of like grosser shit than they are. Yeah, and sometimes they'll just go, "Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> I've made a choice, haven't I?" Yeah, and just go. I guess I have to be okay with this it's now. True. I want Burger King. Doesn't that sound uh, good? Okay. I guess now we're <laughs> hey, hi Bertha, fat girl, and um, I don't want an impossible Whopper. Uh, look, I want a real one. I'm gonna throw a penny at you. Okay, shit. To get back he has on to put him in a tin can. He has to put <laughs> him in a coke and shake him at like me. at the like at the <laughs> monkey exhibit. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um. So anyway, she's uh they they even though and they kind of they kind of come for him and said and saying you know what makes you think you're ready to get married yeah. to Damien? He's like, well, he has a good answer. He's like, you know, I you know you don't think about you're gonna get married, then you meet someone. And it makes you think about it for the first time. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh. And she's like, I don't want to get a divorce. <laughs> I think Gigi was really honest. She I think was. That's why she was really honest. And like, no one else is being honest about this process. I think Gigi was like, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. She is. And they kind of alluded to like this thought, maybe they're not going to get married now, but maybe <sighs> they would get married later. I'm saying it now. Gigi is the breakout star of the show. Emotionally. Yeah. Like she, she, you root for her because you don't. You see her. You see the wheels turning in her head. Yeah, and you, you, she, she's exactly what reality TV loves. Well, she is, and also too, Jessica's the villain, y'all. Jessica's the villain because <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, we love. Lauren's already put together. Yeah, Gigi is that aspirational person herself. of she has a great heart, and this is why I think they'd be good together. They both have great values, great morals, but she's doesn't always show up in the world the way she wants to, and she's fighting for that. I think... I love her! It would take... Um, they have to... Br- you. I think, for me, they have to bridge a larger gap than you're, you think. I no, think they I have think, to go a long way. I actually don't think they should get married now. I think they yeah. should probably date and maybe do some couples therapy. Well, according to Vanessa Lachey, you either get married or you walk away and never see each other again! <laughs> because... Then I guess love isn't is blind. Truly blind. Um, you know, every time I say the name of this show, <laughs> I always think of a classical. Remember that song? Love has eyes. Oh, yes. love has eyes. It's terrible. Oh, yes, believe me. That, love that, that has poem eyes. means makes no sense at all. Love has eyes. Oh, yes, believe me. <laughs> oh, yes, believe me. Love oh, yes, believe me. Love has. With that, <laughs> and with that, 
everybody. With that singing an obscure English art song. Are we doing hot and cold or fucking? Oh, yes. Hot and cold. Okay. You're hot and, and you're cold. Why we just you're not it? And you're no. Hot you're and cold. That's it. Katy Perry's hot and cold. Yeah, there we I go. I love Katy Perry. We only figured it out. Katy Perry oh. is the, is so good on American Idol. Focus, Sybil. If I can't Sorry. talk about Whoppers, you can't That's talk true. about Katy Perry. <laughs> now I want a Whopper. Ooh, that felt good to say. Let's talk about <laughs> Gigi and Damien. Okay. Um, they are hot in the sheets. Uh, he because he can fuck y'all because he's got a huge dick. We already talked mm-hmm. about this. Um, I'm uh, I, I, I'm seeing them very differently now because I'm kind of like after this episode, they're they're the couple that won't that that will just take some time, and but they're like a good eighty four degrees. Okay, for me, I see them as like um, it's kind of like almost like a. Like a, like a cheesecake, okay. Just out of the oven. Ooh, too hot. The pan is really hot, and the water is warm around it. But the cheesecake is not it's scalding. Molten. It's just well, you know because it's a little not <laughs> yeah. as hot on the inside. Oh, interesting. So, but their sex life is that. But you touch that pan, you're gonna fucking burn your hands. <laughs> that was a long metaphor that had anyway, a lot of confusing things. It's true. What about Barnett and Amber? Oh, we didn't talk about them. Oh, we that's talk right. about Barnett and Amber. Uh, I'm so glad I remembered that. Oh, that's right. How did we miss that? Because that was the most one of the most uncomfortable meets. Uh, okay, so let's talk about her family. Oh, well, y'all, this is why she I think country. I'm like she's our people. She country. Amber is our people. She country. Y'all, this is how all the homes look in Southwest Ardmore. Yep. I know my first grade teacher, Miss Ellis, lives over there. <laughs> It's a pretty part of town, and it's just good working people she, and little houses. Uh, her mom walks out. Her mom's got transition lenses because, of course, she does. Her mother's pretty, too, though. Uh, she's not pretty like the other moms, though. She's, Art, they lived harder. she's pretty from where we're from. Yeah, you're she's right. She's had to, you know, you're work right. more, probably. Um, but uh, um, we see that she's uh, Amber's a little worried about him seeing where she came from, and so is he's worried about her seeing that for him. Yes. Um. Uh, I felt more sympathetic seeing Amber this time in, yeah. in her. I felt a lot more sympathetic for her. Still don't love her. I didn't know her dad died when she was young, yeah. but that adds up. That makes sense. Daddy issues. That may, that's why she's good in the bed, y'all. Daddy had it That's daddy issues by Beyonce. You know what? I'll never forget when the Dixie Chicks did a cover of that. It was oh, really so fucking good. good. Yes. Y'all, they're having a new album come out this year. I love them. He told you not to cry. Oh, but Daddy said shoot. Oh, Daddy said shoot. Oh, it's such a good song. It is so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so ready for them. Um. Anyway, y'all, she... Um. So she's had a hard go of it. So maybe so the the stuff that's happened in her life is probably because she didn't really feel a lot of stability when she was a kid. It's probably, true. Yeah. I think she's very Vicky. Her name's Vicky. Mom, like my mother. Vicky's very like pretty. And she says, "I love that she jumps right in." She says, "I just need to make sure is my daughter going to be taken care of." <laughs> 
And then he says the worst thing you wouldn't say, yeah, I'm very stable, like financially, mentally, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, you're going to fit in well. You're going to fit in well. And Maybe then, it did work for her. Again, it's just like Southern people. We get to the hardship first. Her daddy died when she was five. She never got to know him. Mm-hmm. She's my baby. She's my baby. She does. She did put that uh, out there. So why are you marrying my daughter? That's literally <laughs> how it went. Y'all, Vicky kept it real. Vicky kept it real. But I have to say, you know what I wrote in all exclamations after meeting her mother? I'm rooting for them. And you know, then she met their father to change her. Uh, but uh, it Barnett, yeah. But I am rooting for them more. I admit I am a little too. Um, I'm not as convinced for him now. Um, what do I you think, mean? I think he's got a lot more to deal with now meeting his family. Because he's got, he feels like, y'all, Barnett is the fuck up younger brother. He is the fuck up younger brother. You could so Um, tell that. Even even though he's like the kind of the most attractive in the family, you can tell he's the one who has like, he probably had had an auto accident when he was young. He probably fucked up a lot of things. He was was young, good looking. They were harder on the older son. The younger one. He's a fuck up. Got a, and so he could kind of do what he wanted to. But got a now, DUI right out of high school. But yeah. now that he's in, now that he's older in life and he's trying to do well, because he even said he's on there, he's like, I'm really back. concerned with what my parents think of yep. me and what I feel. And I went. That's a different side of him that I didn't see. They don't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. They used to so be. So he's falling into familiar patterns. Yes. Uh, outside, because Barnett was kind of like the stud of the house. Yes. Who he felt like around his friends, probably. Yes. But now when he's in the real world, is he that way? And it's hard because, I mean, they did it in the editing. It looked like Amber was a lot. She was like snort laughing. But she's always a lot. Um, Amber is that person who they think that when I meet people, I'm just going to be honest and tell them all about my crazy up Not front. this family. That's not always the best Barnett's tactic. mother was like, I don't know what to think about her. I don't her. know. I just said, <laughs> I hope it's not just lust and not love. Not love. My mother would say something like oh, that. <laughs> same. My mother second. said that too. Um, but yeah, even her her brother, who is kind of the most con- the most uh, uh, discerning, is like, what? The, he's like, do you realize how hard this is? Yeah. And so that's the same older brother. He's like, he's, he's never taken anything. Barnett is never, never taken anything seriously. seriously. Yep. And so he's always kind of coasted through life. Yeah. He got an engineering degree. Barnett is – I think Barnett's very smart. Oh, I think he's um, very smart. And he he um, he actually covers – he plays dumb yep. because that he is knows true. that's charming. You're a wise for this episode. <laughs> so, you know what? When Poodle's not drunk, he actually says a few things. Wow. Uh, anyway. Maybe you should become sober. Mm, that sounds like a drag. <laughs> Boy, I'd not a life without vodka. That that's hard. Anyway, y'all, that is memories. Like that's a one hundred percent sure. I yeah, agree with I, that. I, and this is the why I got a little bit because I had problem questions about her. Uh huh. Now I have more questions about him and what he's gonna think. This is what I was saying though. I don't mean it like this. I was right. Meaning more like this actually supports what I said earlier. I didn't even know it. She lets you know who she is. She puts herself out yeah, on the line. He's, he's he, covered up. He's covered up. Yep. I can see that. And this I think, could go really well or really bad. And I would say now we have to de- decide where they are. Hot um, and cold. I would say now they're like in a lukewarm bathwater. It could go either way for me. That's exactly right. I agree they, with it that. It could go either way for me. 
I agree with um, that. And then Lauren and Cameron, uh, as soon as he rapped, oh, y'all. We're uh, back on Venus again. <laughs> Hell, we might even be I'm on be the on, surface of the sun. We're, we might be on Mars, because Mars is scalding, apparently. And when, <laughs> and when she, and when Lauren The was, surface of the sun. When, I just got what you said. Oh, Jesus. Text, I'm hungry. And when, and when Lauren was like looking at him rapping, you could see it in her eyes. She's like, this is what I've wanted. A white boy. Who can act? Who can kind of fit in with my world? Mm -hmm. Who treats me like a queen, but who's different than me? You got to do that. I I feel like my partner gets impressed by that too, because he's like, "Where did that come from? You're like this white guy from Oklahoma," and I always say, "I've had a lot of black in me, literally." (laughs) I'm sure he loves hearing that. Uh, I don't say that to him, uh, but I I think he knows. People that I've dated, they get very when I invite them to things that I do, they get very impressed, and I'm always kind of like. Shocked because I forget, you know. There was like, with I your family. Watching, oh, the things you do. Yeah, like pro- professional things I do. Like, well, yeah, you're a wonderful pianist, and musician, and I but think like you I just that. for I forget it. But also, um, it's just what I do, so I forget. You know, there's like the, the magic of it or whatever. But they're always super impressed. I used to be like that, and you, I bet you I can got pull this. some tail, y'all. They come to my concerts. <laughs> I bet that though. I bet you get that though too. Of like. You know when I obviously I haven't in a while, but when you would fuck around with guys who were newly gay, I mean, I would give them head and they'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, zoinks, zoinks! <laughs> Where did that come from?" Yeah, and you're you know like, what? and you're like, I thought I'm, you're like, okay, I get the rave reviews. You know why? Because guys with abs don't give good head, y'all. They don't. So because they don't have to. When you're like poodle and I, and you have to watch your carbs. That's, it's like basically like women, you know. If you're a girl that has to watch your carbs, you're going to make you up give, for you it. You give a blowjob. We've got insecurity. Like a goddamn, <laughs> like, tilt-a-whirl. Yeah, so. Woo! <laughs> Have to, because yep. we've got those insecurities in our head. Mm-hmm. Makes you give the, the best blowjobs ever. No doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, anyway. I think that's it. I think that's everybody on the show, yes. y'all. Y'all, and remember, if you're out there... Giving the blowjobs with the best of your ability, then that probably means that you're a lonely heart. You're a lonely heart. Just like these people on this show. We call them lonely hearts because we all are. And if you're driving around suburban Atlanta in Nowheresville for hours, you don't even know where you are. Call us. Call us. (laughs) Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 